chapter 2. And we are going to run with some measure of speed. Deuteronomy chapter 2, verse 24. Let's first speak that. Deuteronomy chapter 2, verse 24. Rise up. Take your journey. And pass over the valley of the... I'm reading Amplified. Don't mind me. Um, Rise up. Take your journey and pass over the valley of Anon. Behold, I have given unto your hand Zion, king of Amorite, the king of Eshbon, and his land. Begin to possess it and contend with him in battle. Begin to possess it. You remember that God has taken, let me declare this year for us, our year of taking territories, taking over and for us it could be different things for businessmen it could be taking territories in your business world for professionals it could be taking territories in your professional career for um, those of us in the academics it could be taking territories making major advancement in your academic career whatever it is and whatever it means to you it simply means taking over new space that is occupying new space and I believe it is one of the key mandates of creation with which man created man with which god created man in genesis chapter one you remember the bible the bible says that god after god created adam god blessed him verse 28 god said be fruitful multiply replenish the earth in other words fill the earth fill the earth occupy space jesus is one of the parables that he taught he taught about the parable of a man who was going on a far journey he called the servant and he gave them talent he gave them money and then he said to them occupy till i come in other words fill space take over space till i come and technically i must say to you that for god space is an important factor for the devil space is an important factor and when i'm talking about space it's both physical space i mean it includes physical space psychological space occupational space you know a relationship space any 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 um um realm that needs to be occupied that needs to be filled is a space that both god and the devil are interested in no no wonder the popular saying goes this way nature abhors vacuum nature doesn't like there to be vacuum in fact even where we are now that you think probably there's nothing you just need to take uh, a binocular i mean a a magnifying glass or whatever it is and you will find out that really it's not an empty space a lot of things are there within the space that you cannot see and so god is interested why is god interested in space in us occupying space why is the devil interested in us occupying space god is interested in us occupying space because god wants more of his glory his beauty to be seen through you so when you occupy space, you use the space to reflect or to show much of God's glory. You remember the Bible says that when God created the earth, it was void. That means it was empty. Hello. The space was void. But God didn't like void. Voidity. So God said, uh, 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 the Bible says, and God said, let there be, let there be, let there be, let there be, let there be. When God finished all he had to say, he filled the spaces. And then by the time he finished filling the spaces, the Bible talks about the fact that God saw that all that he has, he has made, he saw that they are very good. That's why the Bible tells us many times, he said, the earth is the Lord and the fullness. So something filled the emptiness. When it started, it was empty, void. Without color, without shape. And God doesn't like it that way. But when God finished with it, he filled 
the emptiness. So we talk about the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. And what God intends you to do is also that you take over spaces. Some of those spaces might appear empty at the beginning. But when you have taken them over, you are supposed to fill them. But most of the spaces are really not empty. They are occupied with something else. Because as soon as the devil came on the scene, he began to change what God did. When God created the first, I mean, when God created the earth at the first place, he filled with the good things. And his intention is that man should keep expanding it and keep filling it with good things. I am one of those who believe that God created several other planets with an intention that when man has finished filling planet earth, man should go to other planets. If not, how, how come that we are able to navigate our way to the moon? You know that America is already doing some plan now that people can go and do holiday in the moon. Yeah. Okay. You don't know. <laughs> That's why you must read. Don't become militia mind. Don't become militia minded. <laughs> you know. And you, one of the things I must tell you is this: please, because you live in Elisha, don't let your mind be limited to Elisha. There are a lot of things happening outside this environment, and the world has become a global village. You can become a global icon while you are still in this city. Is somebody with me at all now? All right, good. Because you see, one of the one of the greatest way the devil can cheat you is to make you ignorant. Once you don't know, the devil can take away from you precious things. People who are younger than you are doing greater things. So if you are if you are 20, 21, and you think eh, me, it's a wrong mindset. Oh. You are already you are already over age. <laughs> because you need to see some young chaps, 18, 19, doing exploit. I was showing my children yesterday. Of the mafiodons. How many of you have heard of the mafiodons? Oh, not too many of you. Ah, go, go, go and Google. Go and Google. Mafiodons. They, they finished university before they were 20. Hello. In fact, one of them was admitted to the university at the age of 10. Is it 10 or Joshua, what age? Nine. Okay, yes, nine. At the age of nine, university. Uh-huh. So to tell you that things are happening, no, don't limit your mind to this list. <laughs> so you think you think you're doing people are doing exploit. Hello, is somebody with me at all now? And I'm just trying to help your mind. Now, when they ask the father, because all the families they did exploit, and then Britons began to call them genius. And the father said, My children are not necessarily genius, is that I made information available to them. He made information available to them. He opened their mind up. Oh, I'm digressing, but it's healthy for you. It's healthy for you. Do you know even God, our Father, has this to say? He said, my people are destroyed. He didn't say the people of the devil. My people, God's own people, are destroyed. For what? Jesus was going to put it this way. He said, thou shalt know the truth. So there's something about knowing. Come on, say there's something about knowing. Say it one more time. There's something about knowing. Some of you have run, you have run through the first 22 day, I mean 21 days of this, I mean 20 days of this year, today is 21. First 20 days of this month, you have really not read a book. I pity you. I pity your life. You have even not picked a book to read. Say, after I'm not doing any exam. Ah, life is setting an exam for you daily. And the currency of life is knowledge. Is somebody still here with me? Okay, good. And the Bible says by knowledge, God founded the earth. By knowledge, by wisdom. He created everything. He established it through understanding. He fills all the spaces with knowledge. The more you know, the more capacity you have to be able to fill space. But the key thing I'm trying to say to you is that one of your key responsibilities for creation, for God creating you is that you will fill spaces. God wants you to fill spaces with certain things from your life. Products from your life. Services from your life. There are things that are going to be coming out of your life that God wants you to occupy space with. 
you are not just to be a figurehead. You are supposed to fill spaces. And you fill spaces with beauty. Fill spaces with something that matters. Something that is, that, uh, that is glorious. That is the intention of our God. And so, when the devil came on the scene, he didn't like what God was trying to do and all of that. He messed everything up. And then he began to disrupt all that God is doing on earth. And that has become his mission since that time. The devil comes on the scene. That's why Jesus put it, put it this way in book of John chapter 10. He said, the thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That is his mission. He comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And Jesus said, I have come that they may have life. What is life? Life is ability to perform the way you are supposed to perform. Ability to give expressions to yourself the way you are designed to express yourself. So, there are certain expressions you are supposed to give to yourself. There are certain expressions that are supposed to come out of your life. And God's desire is that you should express the way you should express. A philosopher once said that the writer must write, the poet must compose, the singer must sing. Whatever a man is designed to do, he must do. One of the greatest ways that can ever be is for you to live and never become what you are designed to be. You are designed to be some things. And what you are designed to be is supposed to make this world a better place. Fill the space and make it a better place. Make this world glorious than what you made it to be. Don't live it the same way. Is somebody with me at all now? And please let me quickly say to you, don't get into the trap of our mothers and fathers in the land who all they know is praying about sometimes god is even waiting and saying look leave that childishness move to the next thing hello because you see yes are we saying there is no devil there are no demons there are many of them you just we just pray about something now but you see our life should go beyond that our life should go beyond all the time um asking god to deliver you from witches and wizards and all of that there are greater things god wants you to do with your life okay so for that reason, God will assign you space. And that's why this year, you must be conscious of the spaces that God is going to give you. Because if God told us that it's a year of taking over territories, it means that God is going to be giving you spaces. He's going to give you opportunity, territories to display, territories to act upon. And you know, one of the things you need to learn is that your, your ability to Beautify the space that God has given to you is one of the ways that we are going to measure your life. One of the ways we are going to talk about your value is ability to fill your space with something that is meaningful. Either Zugabak is, is a child of God or a, a child of the devil, either you like it or not, you are using what he has filled the space with. There's what we call the cyberspace. And in the cyberspace, he has given us a product that occupies the space. Today, every one of us is talking about Facebook because a young man came up with a product that filled the space. Is somebody with me at all now? And we are all enjoying what he has filled the space with. That space has always been there. Hello? That space has always been there. He only was able to capture that space, put something within that space that we can see. So also you, God might design that this year you may start a business and fill a space with a business. Some of you already have a business and God is saying, I'm going to give you more space so that your business can occupy more space. Whatever it is, you should make up your mind that this year, whatever space that God has given to you, you are going to occupy. And that's the case with the children of Israel. They were in slavery. But while they were in slavery in Egypt, God had already prepared a space for them. 
He wanted them to occupy a space in Canaan land. They didn't know about it. They didn't plan about it. But God had already planned it. And then when God was giving them their space to go and occupy, the unfortunate incident was that there were occupants in the land. There were people that were in the land. The giants, the son of the Anakims were in the land. And yet God told them to go and take over the land. And so you hear God, put me on that scripture please. Deuteronomy chapter 2. And so you hear God say to them, he said, I've given you that land. And he said, God even said, I know there is a king there. I know there is a ruler there. But I've given you the land. He said, go and possess the land. Go and take over the land. But he also told them, he said, but you need to contend with the king of the land. Because the land that I'm giving you is not empty. It is occupied. It has a king. It has a people. But you've got to bring them up under subjection. And I believe that's one of the reasons why God said in the book of Genesis chapter, chapter 1 verse 28. When he was given be, be fruitful, multiplied, replenished the earth. He says subdue it. Being it under control. In other words, there are forces that we want to contend or uh, uh, um, make the land or the territories that God is giving you, they want to make it abnormal. They want to make it non-glorious. And God wants you to get into that space and bring all the forces that want to contain and make you non-glorious, make the land non-glorious. You bring them under control. Sometimes it could be the forces of the market. It could be the forces in your business. It could be forces in your career. You have to bring them under control because if you don't bring them under control, they will not allow you to have as much expressions as you should have. So the question becomes, how do we bring them under control? How do we subdue them? We go further. Verse, 30, verse 31. Verse 31. Verse 31. We are going right to verse 36. And then from there... We'll, we'll jump to another place. Verse 31. Are we there? And the Lord said to me, Moses, Behold, I've begun to give Zion and his land over to you. Begin to take possession that you may succeed him and occupy his land. That you may succeed him and inherit his land. Then Zion came, against all, came out against us, he and all his people, to fight Ajayas. And the Lord our God gave him over to us, and we defeated him and his sons and all his people. At the time, we took all his cities and utterly destroyed every city, men, women, and children. We left none to remain. Only the cattle we took as booty for ourselves and the spoil of the cities which we, which we had captured. From Aroa which is on the edge of Anon Valley, and from the city that is in the valley, as far as Gilead, there was no city too high and strong for us. The Lord our God deliver all to us. This year, there will be no territories, territory too difficult for you to take over. This year, in the progress of your life, in the advancement of your business, in the advancement of your career, there will be no territory too difficult for you to take over. The Lord God will deliver the territories to you. By the help of God, you will take over those territories in the name of Jesus. Haven't you noticed that a man that has no territory cannot reign? Hello? A man that doesn't have any territory can reign. Do you know it doesn't matter either the person is small or tall, old or young. Once he has a territory, he has honor. Please, I'd like you to follow me gently. It doesn't matter the age. 
How old is the president of France? Eh? 30? 39. In the company of presidents, wherever Buari sits, is where he will sit. Age notwithstanding. Why? He has a territory. This year, God will give you territories. God will give you territories in the name of Jesus. Again, it doesn't matter how small or I mean how short or how tall. How short like Dr. Babs. <laughs> or how tall. If you get into an hospital and you need somebody to treat you, and you meet a man behind the decks. And everybody says, that's the doctor. Either you like it or not. You've got to accord him the honor. Right or wrong? Why? He now has a territory. I pray and prophesy over your life. This year, God will give you territories. I say, God will give you territories. Let's go a step further. It doesn't matter if the man is slim or plumpy. It doesn't even matter if you like his face or you don't like his face. But he has a business that is flourishing. He has 15 staffs or 20 staffs. And everywhere well organized. And then you go to his office. Let's assume he's very skinny. And you are very lanky. And you get to his office and you say because of your lankiness. They must call him out to come and see you. If he decides that you will feel a form. With the skinniness and the shortness, you will feel it for. He must be accorded the honor. Why? Because he has a territory. My mentor was going to um, 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 fill some document with EFCC because of their university. When they were starting their university, one of the requirements was that NUC required them to clear themselves with EFCC. So, because of the several chunks of money that was going into the projects so they asked him to come and then he went and he asked somebody one of the people on this administrative team that man is like a giant you know when he stands like Andrew the giant and you know he went with with them and all that and then you of course you see my mentor here who he was here last year you know he's short tiny up to the FCC office and then is he FCC or DSS and then the man that was to see them that was on the seat um, was looking for the owner of the school. So when he saw the lanky man, he stood up from his seat. You're welcome, sir. You're welcome, sir. And then after the lanky man shook him, then the man said, Hello, sir. This is my principal. Then his glasses. Welcome, sir. And then he had to shake him. Then I called him. Now, initially he despised the size. But he didn't have a choice when he had of his territory. Ah, this year, the Lord our God will give you territory that will make you respectable. In the name of Jesus, the Lord our God will bring honor. In the name of Jesus. So, it is important to note that your territory is part of your honor and dignity. Is part of your glory. Sam, come, 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 come. Let me use let me use this small, this young businessman. You may not like his face. 
One may not like his face. One may not, you see, the way they even do lege lege. One may not like his stature. But from his business, he's able to generate money to send himself to private school. From his business, he had people he's employed on his farm. So if he stands, and a man with all the big chest, who had no achievements, stands, let the man be two or three times older than him. When they give you the profile of the two of them, between you and me, who will you accord respect? It's just natural. Thank you, sir. God bless you. It's just natural. Are you following me at all? And that's not to celebrate material things, but it is to help you to know that it is the desire of God that you will have territory to reign over. The Bible says Jesus has come to redeem us as priests and kings. And he said we shall reign with him. Come and say I will reign. I I can hear you better. I can hear your voice. You are meant to, I want that to settle in your mind. I want you to begin to picture it that my life is not just meant to be empty. How come I will be 30, 35 and there is no territory? How will I ever live up to 40 years old? There is no territory. There should be something that I can say I am governor over. Even when you work in a company, there must be territory. God must, you, 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 you must be advancing to such a point that you can look around and say, yes, at least to the glory of God and by his grace, I have a territory to superintend. And that's the intention of God. He wants to make sure that you reign on earth. He didn't design any of us to be mediocre. He didn't design any of us to be behind the, behind the scene. He made us to be kings on earth. I was studying my Bible one day, and I saw that the Bible says, The rich and the poor, the Lord has made them both for a long time. I used to think what that scripture says is that God made some people poor, and made some people rich. But not too long ago, maybe about two years ago, the Lord said to me, Check that scripture very well. Read another place in that same book of Proverbs where it says, he becometh poor that dealeth with slack hand. Oh, so both rich and poor are made by God, but God didn't make any of them to become what they become. Their choices determine what they become. Is somebody with me at all now? The Bible says, "Diligent hand shall bear rule." Diligent and so if I am diligent, if I apply myself, there is only one place I'll find myself. It's on the top. Is somebody with me at all now? There are principles that God has put out that can change our lives and our stories. And God is never sentimental, he's not emotional about most things that we are emotional about. If you like crying from today tomorrow, doesn't move him. When it comes to the word of God and a child of God, God will pick his word. 
That's why he abandoned Jesus on the cross. Jesus, the only begotten, had to say, Oh, Eloi, Eloi, my father, my father, why have thou forsaken me? I forsake you because you carry the sin of the world. And God and sin are no friends. So he had to look away. So that his son could die. And then after death, he had died with his sin. Then he could resurrect him. Is somebody with me at all here now? So if you understand that principle, then you not need to understand that God is not only in God's hand alone to make you what you ought to become. You have to partner with him. Alright. One of the ways to partner with God is the one I'm emphasizing this morning in the next few minutes. You know, I just first want to lay that clear that you are designed to have a territory. So that prophecy for this year can make sense to you. That God wants you to take over new territories. Some of you, God will transfer you to a new realm. When you look at the end of the year, and you compare it to where you started this year, you will be shocked because you will be ten times better than where you are. I can hear a better amen. In the name of Jesus. This year, some of you will travel abroad. Because God will open the doors ahead of you. Some of you, God will give you strange jobs. In the name of Jesus. One of us was giving me a testimony two days ago. And then he called me. He said, Pastor, 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 guess what it has happened? No, yesterday. And I said, what happened? He said, Pastor, do you know I didn't apply to UBA? And then as I was getting back on, he came to see me on, uh, was it Wednesday or so? He came to see me on Wednesday and then he had to go to where he was going on Thursday. He said, as I was going back on Thursday, they just told me that UBA is recruiting and they are doing the interview tomorrow and I must be there. And I didn't apply. I said, you don't need to apply. He said, but I apply. I, I quickly went, make the application on that Thursday. He said, by Friday, I landed there. He said, Pastor, I have not done anything that has to do with banking before. He said, but I went to sit for the interview. And out of close to 100 of us that came, only seven people passed. And I'm one of the seven. He was still with us here on Sunday. So, when God says he's going to give you new territories, don't doubt him. They will call you in places you never thought of. I can hear a better amen. They will call you in places you never thought of. They will give you territories that you never thought of. By the finger of God, you will move to the next level. Your business will expand. God will give you new opportunities in your business. In the name of Jesus. So it must be clear that God is trying to give you something new. But when he gives you something new... You have to understand that verse 24 of that Deuteronomy chapter 2, the B part or the C part is essential. He said, begin to contend with him in battle. Begin to contend with him in battle. So the strategy of subduing territories is what I want to teach you. And I'll give you just a few tips and then we'll close. Whenever God gives you a new territory, Whenever God pushes you to a new territory, whenever God is planning to usher you to a new territory, know that certainly the opposition in that, those who are reigning in that territory, the demonic forces that are reigning in that territory will not want you to enter. Sometimes it's even the demonic forces that are reigning over your own life. Some over your family. They are the ones that will contend against you to ensure that you never take over that territory. And if you are not very careful, you can remain on one spot forever. It will not be God. It will just be the fact that you do not know what to do. 
Your color and destiny can remain moribund. Not because God planned it to be so. But because my people perish, they are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Hear, hear me clearly. For every new territory you are to take over, there are spiritual battles you need to fight. And I'll show you from the scripture. Give me the Deuteronomy chapter 12. Deuteronomy chapter 12. I love this scripture. Deuteronomy chapter 12, give me from verse 1. Deuteronomy, please, I'd like you to follow this sequence clearly. Shall we go ahead? These are the statutes and judgment. That is, these are the practices, the principles you must follow, which you shall observe to do. Where? In the land. With the Lord God of thy fathers giveth thee to process. How many times? Huh? That what? Okay. Next verse. Read it out. You shall utterly destroy all the places wherein the nations which ye shall possess serve their God upon the high mountains and upon the hills and under every green tree. Verse 3. And ye shall overthrow their altars and break their pillars and burn their groups with fire. And ye shall yield down the graven images of their gods and destroy. I know, give me the, give me back, give me back where you are, please. And destroy the names of their gods out of that place. Many of us read these scriptures without understanding. Verse 1 to 4 is loaded. So it said, You shall not do so unto the Lord your God. Verse 5. Verse 5, verse 5, please. But unto the place which the Lord your God shall choose out of all your tribes to put his name. There, even unto his habitation, shall you seek, and neither shall you come. I'm coming to this one. Let's first deal with verse 1 to 3. Look up. Whenever God says, I'm giving you a new territory. And he gives you the new territory. When he gives you the new ter- territory, it doesn't appear that you have everything at the go. You might just have an opportunity to enter. Are you following me at all now? For example, God tells you, move and do this kind of business in addition to your business. Or expand your business to this new place. When you begin that new business, you may not have money. In fact, the business may not be big. It may even be nothing. And for some of you who are here who are doing business... I mean, um, I think I've, passed, I've practiced the same with a few people here in this house before. When I tell you, go and start that business. They said, I remember we were doing that one in July. Last, last, is it July or August? And then she told me, Pastor, there's nothing there. I said, go and open it. It's you that said there's nothing there. As long as you think there's nothing there, the king that is there will still be reigning. Go and open the place. I said, but so what we have to do in there? I said, sit there every day. Prophesy over the place. And in a short while it will be filled. And truly, by December... The place was already making money. Is somebody with me at all now? Because there are principles by which this thing works. Now the principle God was teaching the children of Israel. He said, these are the statutes. And the number one instruction he gave them. He said, whenever you get to any new territory I give you. First contain in battle. How do you contain in battle? He said, get out the name of the God in that place out. 
the name. What is it about the name? It's not the name in terms of nomenclature. It is in terms of operation. Get the operation of that God or that demon in that environment out. Why did God say so? Every territory has a governing demon. Oh God, I don't know how to preach this to you. When I was sent to this city, Elisha, that estate was our first place. And for those of you who have come to meet me there in those days, my first office was a block and a block. My chair was a block. My table was a block. But Pastor D.Y. can bear me witness. Every day for two years, we will come in the morning, two hours, all the ruling forces in this land, all the governing demonic forces in this land, give room for greater Christian center to be established. Clear wave, clear wave, clear wave. They must hear. So, don't be surprised that we are where we are. We will only be stupid not to do what we ought to do to be where we are. And we are not yet where we are going. If we are not stupid enough to remain on this level. Is somebody with me at all? For every territory you are to occupy, there are demons there. You may just not see them. Hello? If not, how will they send message to me that I'm disturbing them? You don't know that even this environment there are witches. They said, they said, I'm disturbing them. I'm disturbing them. And I told them, any of them that fly, five kilometers radius this environment, I will destroy. Because I have a mandate. It's there. That's my mandate. He said, destroy them. <laughs> I mean, did you see what I saw? I, please, help me show me. Ye shall, I like this one. Ye shall utterly, utterly, so there's no mass. Our bishop in the house was sitting in, and witches of the world said they were gathering to have a meeting, and they had enough infantry to go and announce on the national television. And the man said, "Not when I'm alive." So he also went to put an announcement and said, "They better not come to Benin, otherwise they are dead." And then their national secretary and himself were put on interview on TV. And then the, the man was trying to argue with him back and forth. He said, okay, listen, my, Bible, my own Bible says suffer not a witch to live. Just declare that you are a witch and I will tell you to die. The man couldn't talk. So simple. Is somebody with me at all now? You can become a slave where God expects you to be a king if you don't do what you are supposed to do. Hear me, hear me well. Prayers of all kinds of forms. That's one of the challenges I have in, in Elisha. People are used to only one form of prayer. And that form is not making them to rule. You are not meant to be a slave where you are meant to be a king. There are things you follow and your kingship status will emanate. Come on, say, I'm a king. I'm designed to reign. Say it again, I'm a king. I'm designed to reign. All right. So in every location, every environment, there are spirits, invisible forces. They are moving. You can't see them, but they are moving. In Elisha, we have them. I'm sure most of you must have been familiar. I sit in this house many times because I want to understand. Most of you will have, all of you that have um, businesses in locations, in different locations, or you have, your, your, you work in a company in different locations, please, I'd like you to take note that you need to take charge. You need to do what? You need to take charge. 
either it's in Leshao or it's outside the Leshao, every location have roving spirits that try to reign in the environment. And they will make sure they frustrate every business. They will make sure they frustrate every venture there because they don't want somebody else to reign. They don't want any other thing to reign. So if you go to Elisha, for example, I've always used that for you because I want you to wake up. Imo, you will find an altar. I, think, I still said it last on Sunday. Okay, Sha, you will find an altar. You will find small, small things that they put in different places that they will call a shrine. And then to you, it may not make sense. Uh, uh, it makes plenty sense. Because from that place are emanating spiritual forces that are governing. That's why God said, out of all I'm asking you to do, once you get to the land, he said, locate the altars, destroy them. It doesn't mean phys- physical breaking down. It first means spiritual you take charge. You bring them under subjection. You tell them. And you know the beauty is that you have power in your hands. It's just that you don't know. When you gave your life to Christ. The moment you gave your life to Christ. You are born into a realm of power. It's now a function of how much you know. And how much you can use the power that you now have. That's why Jesus said from the day of John the Baptist. The kingdom of God suffers violence. And the men of violence take it by force. People who will take not no for an answer. No way I must reign. Every force within this environment that will not allow me to reign as God has desired. I arrest you. In the name of Jesus. And these are not what you do for one hour. 30 minutes, or you do all those shuke shuke prayer, or you pray out of fear. Do you know that even dogs know when you are afraid? How much more demons? Then you see, you see a dog, you are afraid of, and then you oh, oh, and this thing the dog will chuck at you, say, Hey, yes, I've gotten a meat. <laughs> Because there's, there are chemicals that your system will secrete that that dog can smell. And say, this one is afraid. It's only say I should get back. <laughs> but there is a way you stand in front of the door. Say, get out! And let's say, but he will shout back. So when Peter said, you'll be sober, be vigilant, for your adversary, the devil, is moving around like a roaring lion. He's not a lion. He's only pretending to be one. And if you are not knowledgeable, he will undo you as if he's a lion. Tear you to pieces, make your destiny look nonsensical. You will look at your life, you'll be growing in age, but there's no achievement. Is somebody with me at all? I believe this year somebody will be violent in the spirit. You will arise with new boldness in the name of Jesus. You will capture territories for our God in the name of Jesus. God is looking for people who will put his flag in different locations. So God said, destroy their places. Anything that represents those demons, pull it out. 
Some of us are too giving to pleasure. That's why we can't shine. You are too carried away by pleasure. Things that are irrelevant. Some ladies can potatoize their face. No, no, no iota of spiritual energy. No wonder you can't find a husband that will be husband. No wonder as a man, he say, I don't know. Oh, those girls, they are not ready to be serious. They are not ready to be serious. When sometimes the demons in your father's house doesn't want you to marry well. Oh, I'm telling you, I'm coming from one. I had to battle my way in my family. They divorce like pure water. They are serial polygamy, serial uh, monogamist. I asked my father one day, I said, ah, what happened? He said, so I didn't plan to do like that. But situation put me there. And I didn't have it on one side. I have it also on my mother's side. One day I was sitting with my mother and said, ah, because I could see the pain in her eyes and all that. And she said, I never planned to be like that. He said, but I don't have counsel and things just happen. But God taught me much later what happened. Things didn't just happen. I'm I'm not joking. Demons. Just this Sunday, one of my family members, I was coming to church on Sunday morning. I was praying for service. And while I was praying for service before the Lord, the Lord just brought a picture before me. She's not in Nigeria. And I saw a picture right before me. Saw her running mad. Saw her home. Having problem. What is this? Around 5, 5.30. After I finished prayer, I started calling them. Call them, call them, call them. Then I was able to get through to her. In fact, I was already on the altar praying maybe around 6.30 when I was able to get through to her. And I said, this is what the Lord showed me, but I don't know what's happening over there. She couldn't talk. She said, don't worry. By Thursday, I received a message that she wanted to commit suicide. By Thursday, by, by, by Wednesday. So I said, I know where you are coming from. So I had to get it online with her. Arrest the bastard. Put the bastard inside a hole. Release the spirit of joy upon her. And then she spoke with her yesterday. She said, I'm better. I'm fine. Some things that you are dealing with, you don't understand. That's why the kingdom of God suffers violence. And only the violent take it by force. That's why I always say I don't like to pastor people I can't pick on my radar. Because I've done this job a little with God. If, if anything is going to happen to somebody that I pastor, uh, God will show me something on my radar. So if I can't pick people on my radar, I feel uncomfortable. Because I feel I'm vulnerable. How can I pastor somebody and then the enemy will come and take the person under my watch? David said, I was watching over my father's flock. And the lion came and picked one. If David was sleeping, what would have happened to that lion? Say, I ran after it. Got it by the neck. Smoked the bastard. Is somebody here with me? The enemy is not friendly. But it's not enough reason for us to be afraid. Come and say, I'm superior. I can hear you better. Yeah, yeah, you see, you are not a weakling to witches and wizards. In fact, don't let anybody threaten you and say that I'm a witch and I'm a witch. You are far above witches and wizards.
provided you know your place. Ordinary of banje, witches can't stand where they are. How much more? She drank blood of human being to become a witch. I drank the blood of the sinless one. I am born by the blood. The incorruptible blood of Jesus. That's what I'm born by. That's why I can't spend my life It's unnecessary. Alright. So, but they are there. And their mission, their assignment is to mess you up. Molest your destiny. But God has given you the secret of subduing them. He said, when you get to the land, you see, attack is the best form of defense. Did you hear what I've said? What's the best form of defense? Don't wait for them to attack. Attack! You get to a new territory, or you just got a new job, or you just start, come to a new location. Attack! I put the blood of Jesus as a line, as a demarcation around this house, around this business. And I declare five kilometers radius of this business. No witch is permitted. I, did you see what he said? Give me verse, verse 3. I'd like you to see something in verse 3. Okay. Okay, give me verse 4. Verse 4. Verse 4. Okay, wait. No, no. Get back. Get back. We were talking about all the days of your life. Come back to verse... verse uh, okay, give me verse 5. Let me see. No, verse 4. Verse 4. That, I mean, verse 3, sorry. Where he said, you shall do it all the days of your life. Okay. Verse 2. You give me one now. He said, all the days of... Verse 1. Okay, give me verse 1. All right, good. Thank you. Thank you. He said... These are the statutes and judgment which you shall observe to do in the land which the Lord your God has given to you. How many times? Huh? So don't do it once and think it is over. So for my leaders that I call to come and pray here every time, this is the secret. This is what I'm asking you to deal with. Once you go to rest, your destiny goes to rest. Your glory becomes captured. Because you have started selling in business, then you stop praying. I pity you. Ah, no, no, I just pity you. Now, what are you praying about? Are you going to be praying every day? No, 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 no. You are just consistently emphasizing the authority of the kingdom. Lord, over this business, in the name of Jesus, let your spirit hover around this environment. Every day, invoke the supernatural spirit of God in abundance. Because his mercies are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness, O Lord. There is no. Thou changest not thy compassion. Thou. Down forever, great, great is thy ah, great is thy morning by morning, new mercies I see. Oh, that yeah. 
That song is true. But you better keep the gate open consistently. Otherwise, there are bastards who want to lock it. Hello? Can I tell you this? Blessings and good things are coming every day. But there are gates that are locking them every day. In case you don't know, for those of you who work in Elisha, and I'm sure it's the same thing for other places, you know, because... The same expression of the devil everywhere. There are gates. There are gates to finances. Yeah. There are gates to job opportunities. There are gates to promotions. And there are demons that are manning those gates. And if you are not very careful, when your own pursuit of promotion is coming, or your own pursuit of success is coming, those demons will stand at the gate and ask you to wait. And you say, Pastor, give us example. Give us scriptural backing. Daniel was praying. From the day he knelt down to pray, his answer came. But his answer was waiting at the gate because there was a prince of passion. From the day he knelt down to pray, the answer came. If God said, I have sent the message you from day one. But there was a principality at the gate. And that's why I tell people, eh, you better don't joke with your life. Some people, there are things that they are long overdue for. But because they are too lukewarm, they don't know how life works. The devil messed them up, ridiculed their life. They say, eh, Cherry, one thing about me is that me and don't fight over anything. Whatever, whatever uh, uh, water of the river that you are going to drink, it will not pass you. It's a lie. Jesus himself said, from the day of John the Baptist, the advancing in the kingdom of God suffers attack, opposition. Only, not everybody, only the violent, those who will refuse to stay on one spot, take it in life. So you say, yeah, whatever we be, we be. Oh. Whatever we be, we be. My philosophy, your philosophy is not life. Did you hear me? You know, in life, I know, in life, Rajim. And your man down, it has it. Okay. The destiny of a man will not miss. I will show you dossiers in the scriptures of destiny that missed. Jabez would have gone to the grave, a child of sorrow. <laughs> you better wake up. Wake up. It was no joke when Jesus said, Seek ye first. Because he knows that that thing suffers violence. What is the kingdom of God? It means that you are in a realm where no demon is ruling over your life. You are in a realm where everything that God had written about you is coming to pass as God wrote it. If not, Jesus would not have taught us to pray. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Because there are times the will of God is not done on earth. Some things are happening to men that is not the will of God. 
At a point, Jesus said, an enemy has done this. He was telling the parable, he said, an enemy. The sower planted good. But the tears that you talk about, an enemy. But I love Jesus. He, he provided an answer. Whatsoever seed that my father has not planted. He said, it shall. Only the violent knows and say, yeah, mm. I like a way they say it in Yoruba. To bang bog be, be, be. Koya bang be. Koma bag be sen kulie. When you hear them say, carry, 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 carry. You better come out and carry whatever needs to be carried. Otherwise, they'll put it at your backyard. Come and say, I hear you. This morning, I will lead you in five minute intensive prayer. Over your life. Over your business. Over your marriage, over your finances. And you are going to be using the blood as a mark line. And you are going to be invoking the kingdom of God over everything that belongs to you. Somebody ready to do that here? Jump up to your feet this morning. Jump up to your feet this morning. Majobalo, Olua, Majobalo, Olua. Majobalo, Majobalo, Olua, Halorua, Majobalo, Iwalaba, Amagarao, Ijamara. I lead us in prayer because I don't want the prayer of some people to be wasted. If you have not given your life to Christ or you once did it and you backslid it, it is very important to repair your relationship so that your own does not become like the seven sons of Scepha. Paul called the name of Jesus, it answered. But the seven sons of Scepha called the name of Jesus, the demons beat them to silly. I'd like you to bow your heads and close your eyes, everybody. Everybody bow your heads and close your eyes. And if you are here this morning and you know that you have not given your life to Christ or there's something wrong in your relationship with Jesus and you want to repair it wherever you are, just give me a wiper, just wave your hand and I'll pray for you. You know you are not born again, your relationship with Jesus has a problem and you want to repair it, that will become the first starting point of our prayer this morning. You want to say, Pastor, there's something wrong in my relationship with Jesus. I can see those hands. Can you please place that hand on your chest and I'll pray for you where you are. Just place your chest place the hand on your chest place that hand on your chest i like you to say after me those of you who are placing those hands on your chest say lord jesus i am sorry for thinking i can run my life by myself forgive me have mercy upon me today 
I declare that you are the savior of my life. I declare that you are the Lord of my life. Let your blood wash me clean. Thank you. I'll pray for you where you are. Father, in the name of Jesus, you see this once you know them, they have made up their mind to submit to your son, our Lord Jesus. And according to your word, you said, no one who comes to you will you in any way cast away. And your word says, nobody come to you except through Christ. And they have made that decision this morning. I ask, Father, that you will draw them near by your Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, I ask, oh God, that from today, the blood of Jesus will wipe away their offenses. For those of them who have given their lives before, who are dedicating their life, I ask that the blood will wipe away their offenses and cleanse them up in the name of Jesus. Make them brand new. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Is everybody ready to pray here? I'd like you to say it loudly after me. In the name of Jesus. I can hear you better. In the name of Jesus. Say it like you mean it. In the name of Jesus. I declare over my life that Jesus reign, that only the kingdom of God is permitted over my life over my family over my business over my career i use the blood of jesus as a mark of seal can you go ahead and turn that to prayer seal your family seal your business seal your family seal your career with the blood and declare that only the kingdom of god is permitted only the kingdom of god is permitted to reign only the lordship of jesus is permitted Everything contrary to that this morning, I pull down, I tear down, I challenge in the name of Jesus. I use the blood of Jesus to challenge it. In Jesus, much less than we pray. The Bible says God has given a name that's above all name. That at the mention of the name of Jesus, every name must bow. And every tongue confess that he is Lord of things in the earth, in the heavens and under the earth. So I want you to use that name over your family, over your business. That every spirit that is operating and oppressing people in your family, in the area and the location where you do your business. That declare that in the name of Jesus, you bring them into subjection. You bring them into subjection. Bow now. Go ahead and pray. Every spirit that is ruling in the location, location I live, location I do my business, I challenge you in the name of Jesus. I bring you under control. I bring you under control. I force submission. Much less than we pray. In book of Judges, 
The Bible says the ark of God. I'm sorry, um, first Samuel. The Bible says the ark of God was brought into the temple of Dagon, chapter 5. He said, when they brought the ark into the temple of Dagon, Dagon was the god of the people of the land. And when the ark entered, initially Dagon was standing, his neck, everything was okay. But as soon as the ark of God entered, Dagon fell down. The owner and the priest came and put it up. God said, you have not known anything. When they came the next morning, the head was off. The hand was off. The feet was off. What made the act the, 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 what made they go to fall? It was the presence of God that was around the ark. The Bible says when Israel left the people of St. Tom, he said Judah was his sanctuary. He said the Red Sea saw, Red Sea parted. Jordan saw, Jordan drifted back. The mountains saw, they skipped like mountains. I mean, they skipped like a lamb. The little east saw, they skipped like lamb. Say, what did you see, oh Red Sea, that you parted? What did you see, oh Jordan, that you fled? What did you see, mountain, that you skipped? Then they all shouted in unison, tremble down heart at the presence of the God of Jacob I'd like you to pray Father saturate my house saturate my business with your presence saturate my house saturate my career with your presence saturate everything that concerns me with your presence saturate my life saturate my children saturate everything You travel to the, with the eyes of your spirit to your house. Travel in the eyes of, eyes of your spirit to your place where you walk or where you do the business. And I'd like you to declare, Lord, I establish the flag of your kingdom. Are you following me at all now? I establish the authority of your kingdom. I'm telling you, listen, listen, listen. Your church. If you know what happened and sin, you will take what I'm telling you serious. There are things that will not be established except you establish it in the spirit realm first. Is somebody with me at all now? I now have a conviction of the Lord that your destiny will be established. That your business will be established. That your marriage will be established. In the name of Jesus. Go and establish the kingdom of God. And that Lord, all of your plans and your counsel we find permanent expression in my life, in my business in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray. There will be nothing failing out of all that you have in plan for me. Out of all that you have in plan for my business. Wherever my business is all over Nigeria. Wherever my family is all over this nation of Africa. 
Jesus. Madden, we pray. I, sh- I was sharing with you last Sunday. The psalmist cried and said, Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting door. Let the King of glory come in. Oh, we now know why the gates were locked before. They were locked because they didn't want glory to come inside. But there is a God that is the king of glory. Who can come in with the glory and come and glorify somebody. The Bible says in the book of Joshua chapter 6. He said Jericho's gate was shut up tightly. So that nobody went out. Nobody came in. Glory couldn't come inside. But when the king of glory came. The gate broke. I also showed you Isaiah chapter 45. God said of Cyrus. He said, I will go before you and I will open the two leaf gates. I will cut the gates of brass and cut the bars of iron asunder. Why did he say that? He said, I will give you eating riches and treasures of darkness. So something was inside. They now heeded it. They now locked the gates. Every gate in the land, in this city, in this state, in Nigeria, in Africa, against the flow of blessing. I declare you open for my sake. Can you go ahead and pray? I declare you open for my sake. I declare you open for my sake. I declare you open for my sake. Lift up your heads so you get. Gates of opportunity. In the name of Jesus. Every gate of progress. I command that you be open. I am a blessed man in this city, in this nation. I'm blessed. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Just three more prayer points, we go. Then you are going to pray. God said, I will restore to you the years that they can't come, the palmawam, the caterpillar. And... But we couldn't claim them. I would just see the paper. But we couldn't claim them because we didn't take the necessary steps on time. And I learned a lesson. You can have something that belongs to you from your father. That is not given to you because it cannot be claimed. But there is God who can claim. Is somebody with me at all now? There is a God who can do what? Lord, everything that belongs to my lineage, every iota of blessing that they have not been enjoying, I stand on the blood of Jesus and lay claim on my portion. Come and go ahead and lay claim on your portion. I lay claim on my portion. The enemy can't steal what belongs to you. Challenge him. Take him to the court. Lord, today I stand upon the blood. I lay claim. Everything that belongs to my lineage. I lay claim. I refuse that the enemy will have the way. I lay claim. I lay claim. I lay claim. I lay claim. 
receive a portion. I receive a portion. I receive a portion. In Jesus, much less than we pray. Psalm 91, that's the last one we're praying. Psalm 91 is one of my favorite scriptures. He that sitteth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will see of the Lord is my stand and my refuge. But give me, give me, give me the last four verses. The last four verses. Quickly, quickly, quickly. The last four verses. Okay, you can give me in two, 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 two batches. That will be okay. 91, not 90, 91. Psalm 91, the last four verses. All right. Can, can we see this? He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him. Is that you? Is that you? Is God talking to you there? I will be with him in trouble and I will deliver him and honor him. I will read it this way. I will call. No, no, get back, get back, get back, get back, get back, get back. I will call upon my God. He will answer me. He will be with me in trouble. He will deliver me. He will honor me. Verse 16. Verse 16. Verse 16. Verse 16. With long life, He will satisfy me and He will show me salvation. Can somebody turn that to prayer here this morning? Lord, your word cannot fall to the ground. Your word can fall to the ground. Lord, your word can fall to the ground. You will deliver me and my family. You will deliver my wife and deliver my children and deliver. You will deliver my business and deliver my career. You will show me your salvation. You will satisfy me with long life. I won't die young. I won't die before my time. In Jesus, much less than we pray. Lastly, in one of the verses here, I like that one. He said he will give his angels. He didn't say angel. He will give his angels. <laughs> In the book of Hebrews, say what are angels? Say, are they not ministering spirits? Lord, because of my Lord Jesus, dispatch your only angels on assignment for me that as I advance this year I will take territories I will undo great things I will make great projects in the name of Jesus can you go ahead and talk to God send your angels on assignment to give me supernatural aid supernatural assistance he said he will send he will give his angel charge over you that they will carry you Lord send your holy angels on assignment for me, for the sake of my career, for the sake of my business, that in this year it will be easier for me to advance, it will be easier for me to make progress. So shall it be 
in Jesus much less name we pray father we thank you because you are the prayer answering God unto you that answer prayer shall all flesh come you say when we call upon you you will answer us you say you will show us great and mighty things that we know not by your covenant that cannot be broken I pray over these lives and I declare that your power will rest upon them that your spirit will create a shield over them Lord I pray that this year your glory will be evident in their affairs whatever they are involved in whatever they set their hands on to do for good Lord I pray that you will assist them I say you will assist them you will know what the assistance of the Lord is in the name of Jesus Father I pray that as you have declared for us this year that we will take territories let it be so for them everywhere based on what they have had today that they choose to establish your kingdom let it be established there when they get back to their various houses let your mark follow them there when they get back to their various businesses let their mark follow them there Lord put upon them that same mark you put upon the children of Israel with which you separate them in, in the land of Goshen everywhere they appear on the face of the planet earth their cases will be different in the name of Jesus therefore I declare move forward make progress take territories become unhindered become unlimited in Jesus matchless name we pray come and celebrate the Lord Jesus here this morning Celebrate Jesus here this morning.